Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, it's time for Customer Experience Radio. Brought to you by Heineken Company, real estate advisors specialized in corporate relocation. Now, here's your host, Jill Heineck. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Customer Experience Radio. I'm your host, Jill Heineck, and I'm a business owner, real estate advisor, and customer experience enthusiast. I'm excited to share success stories of top business leaders who are prioritizing the customer experience as a legit business strategy. Today, I am joined by Dan Shore and Brad Ross of the Premier Food Service Group, and Premier represents fine food service equipment manufacturers. Did I get that right? Manufacturers yeah. reps. Yes. Manufacturers That's reps. And well, what I love about your company from what I've been researching is, um, well, it's about food. <laughs> um, and I love food. So let's talk a little bit about, give us, um, give us a little bit of background and how, what led you here. So Dan, why don't we start with you? Well, Jill, first of all, thank you for having us. Uh, this is a great opportunity for us to meet and let people know what we're doing here in the Atlanta marketplace. Um, Again, we're a manufacturer's rep firm. We sell commercial food service equipment, supplies, and furniture through distributors to anywhere the public would eat, whether it's a restaurant, a chain, a school, a hotel, a convention center, a stadium, anywhere the public would eat. And Brad will fill you in here in a minute. He comes to us on the front of the house, mm-hmm. being the small wares and the furniture part of the equation where I've been more involved in the heavy equipment being cooking equipment, hoods, mm-hmm. uh, serving lines, stainless steel fabrication, grab-and-go cases you would see at the airport. Mm-hmm. We have probably 10 to 12 manufacturers that we represent. We are basically an outsourced sales force is what mm-hmm. we are. Excellent. So tell us a little bit how where you what your background is and how you got to this point. Well, interesting enough, uh, when I got out of school, I knew one thing. I was going to be in sales. Now, never in a million years did I think I would be selling commercial food service equipment. Um, I got to be honest, I've been doing this a little while since 1987, uh, starting as a direct sales force uh, with Vulcan food service mm-hmm. uh, equipment. Uh, They're primarily cooking. They're the broadest line of cooking equipment in the industry. And was there with them from 1987 until 98 when my partner and I, Warren Goldsmith, and I started Premier Food mm-hmm. Service Equipment, Food Service Group now with the expansion of Brad in my basement. So many years ago, and uh, we've been very, very fortunate that we've grown. And quite honestly, we've grown because of the people, the right people. Um, they are our assets. We would not be where we are today and, uh, without good people and Brad being one of them sitting next to me. Excellent. So tell me, what is your favorite dish to cook? Ooh, I'm a big green egg guy. So I spend many, many weekends doing, uh, pork, pulled pork and uh, brisket and Thanksgiving coming up, we'll be doing a smoked turkey. So. I enjoy a lot of the grilling. Uh, I'd say that'd probably be my favorite thing to do. 
good. With well, with all know. women at home, I got to find a break <laughs> or you know somewhere to go to get away. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I will be um, on your deck with your green eggs. So expect me there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Brad, talk to yes. us a little bit about your background as All right. well. So uh, unlike Dan, uh, when I got out of school, I had no idea what I was going to do. <laughs> and um, I was already uh, married, and my father was uh, a manufacturer's rep and ended up going to work for him. And that was uh, 1982. And I started off, uh, he was ready to get off the road. He'd been traveling his entire life, and uh, he was covering Florida out of Atlanta. So uh, my wife and I moved down to Florida, and I started there in 82, and in 1987 moved back to Atlanta, and uh, been doing this ever since up here. Uh, what was so interesting, because I said Dan runs, you know, works the back of the house of the restaurant, and I worked the front of the house. He's been here since 87, and I've been here since 87, calling on the same customers, and we did not know each other, wow. so which was very, very interesting. The it same is. interesting, uh, same uh, especially industry. being in Atlanta. Yes, yeah, yes, and uh, so. But when we met, uh, we hit it off. We have the same business philosophy. We go to market the same way. We mm-hmm. treat our customers the same way, and it's uh, it's been a great. Uh, it's going on a year so very soon now. Excellent. So. So it's been a good connection, a good partnership so far. Well, it has, and I think the biggest. Uh, focus for us is we want to be more of a one-stop shop. Mm-hmm. We're selling equipment. Why not sell the whole package? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of changes going on in the industry as um, a lot of our distributors today are no longer having showrooms. Um, a lot of that's driven, just like every other industry, e-commerce is driving a lot of the right. changes and the justification for showrooms is becoming more and more difficult uh, to justify that expense. So we're doing more and more of displaying the products at our place of business. Um, we've got a. So now the opposite is happening where if you have a brick and mortar test kitchen or, you know, warehouse where the stuff is actually there, it could help you stand out from your competitors. There is no question. <laughs> and this is an area that we continue to expand. We moved into a new facility in 2017 with a full blown uh, test kitchen mm-hmm. facility. Uh, we can Where is do, that located exactly? It's over on uh, Jimmy Carter Boulevard, okay. uh, very close to Peachtree Industrial mm-hmm. on that end of Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. And we encourage all of our customers, chefs, operators, if they are looking for a new piece of equipment, um, new smallware package for the opening up their new restaurant, we would love to have you over and bring your product and cook on our equipment and see if uh, there's something unique that's come out in the market that you may not have seen before that could help the efficiency of your operation. I I definitely think that that is a differentiator and, and a huge bonus to your customers when they are wanting to maybe upgrade their kitchens or open a new location. Now they can just come straight to you before they even order, right? And can they test out things before they order? Jill, that is correct. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of the chefs, um, Matter of fact, we had one visit yesterday. They're opening a restaurant in February or March, and they have they've purchased two very large wood-burning uh, rotary pizza ovens mm-hmm. from Mar Forney, and th- he doesn't have a place to test the new recipes. He comes to our place. He's been there six or seven times with his crew to utilize our equipment. So not only are we... Helping him with his recipes, we're also gaining a customer for life. 
by having this experience for them. That's fantastic. So, you know, one of one of the uh, uh, negative aspects of the um, whole internet era of uh, selling restaurant equipment and furniture and supplies is it's just led to uh, a bottomless price point, mm-hmm. and everybody just sh- shops on price. Mm-hmm. And when you go on the internet, uh, you look at pictures, mm-hmm. and it all looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So you, you choose the, the cheapest one. And there are tremendous differences in everything from the equipment, the way that it's uh, constructed, uh, the furniture, the way that it's built, mm-hmm. uh, the inner workings of it. Uh, and even when it comes down to the small wares, the, the weight of the metal, the quality of the metal, uh, the types of welds that are on there. Uh, makes a huge difference, and that's one of the reasons why we want to uh, expand our showroom and have a place where people can actually come and pick up and feel and touch the merchandise before purchasing it. I can't imagine it. being a chef and ordering my stuff online without – I mean, you watch all the shows on the Food Network, etc. They really pay attention to how heavy a pan is or you know what utensils they're using, so how you can just bulk order – online at the bottom of the barrel pricing is beyond me, especially if you're trying to deliver a great product to, you know, the end user, me Uh, eating. (laughs) Um, Right. So, I mean, I think that that that. unfortunately that's where it's gone uh, in the industry. And we're trying to figure out a way to break away from that um, so that we can uh, get the customers uh, back to buying something that's actually going to work for them. Uh, you know, one of the things is it's a commercial restaurant, it's mm-hmm. a commercial facility, and it takes a lot of abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the product, the equipment, the, uh, the furniture takes a lot of abuse, the, um, the smallwares that they're using. And if they're just buying the cheapest thing, it's, it's not going to last. Right. And, uh, it really affects the quality of the food product. Right. And the, uh, the atmosphere or the um, environment that the customer feels when they come in and sit down in a restaurant and eat. Right. Well, uh, if you have a disgruntled kitchen staff because they're using poor quality equipment to do, to make the food and deliver the food, then it's felt on the on the front end of the house. That's right? a, that's exactly okay. right. After after they come in and they sit down in a booth, mm-hmm. uh, that's very uncomfortable. That affects the yes. the way they feel. Or if you're serving a, a fifty dollar steak and you're Using a very very cheap steak knife that just tears the meat, mm-hmm. that's going to affect the uh, the uh, quality of the experience. Absolutely, I like just this is fascinating to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, as Brad mentioned, Jill, I think he brings up a good point. The industry is changing, and we want to bring value to the chefs and operators of Metro Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got a lot of very well-known chefs that have chefs in the wings that are young, up and coming, and one day they will have their own restaurants right. in some form or fashion. We want to help educate and be a resource by showing our products. Mm-hmm. You're right. People still want to kick the tires before you make a major you know, Investment. purchase mm-hmm. of your equipment and you want the right equipment and the right small wares and the right china. All those things are very important to the success of the restaurant or the operation, wherever it may be food service related. Absolutely. And what this brings home to me is, you know, I'm of the mindset, you know, I might go for a fine dining experience and be willing to spend, you know, I don't know, $50 on a steak. But when I think about the money that I'm spending on the steak, 
and the dining experience is also the investment in how great the kitchen has been. What, what, what is happening in the kitchen is what I'm paying for. Yes. You know, that's how I justify that and enjoy it even more knowing that these establishments are using quality, you know, equipment. Um, and so I'm just sharing that with the rest of Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) That is why you should, you know, be patrons of these restaurants because you know, um, they are investing in the equipment to deliver a great experience. Absolutely. Great products. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, uh, to digress a little bit back to uh, where our industry is going, um, I want to share to the, the listeners, especially those of uh, uh, individuals, youth that's coming out of college today, that there is a tremendous opportunity in our industry. Um, the last 20 years, we've hired eight students out of Purdue University's Restaurant Hotel Management School. just happens they have a very good school, and I went to school there. It doesn't have to be Purdue. Mm -hmm. It could be anywhere. If there's an interest in sales and an interest in food service, Mm -hmm. whether it's a dealer, whether it's a rep, whether it's a manufacturer, there's a huge opportunity um, in our industry, and we encourage Anybody that's looking for sales and wants to get involved in selling equipment or supplies, we have a lot of our competitors, us, a lot of contacts mm-hmm. after 30 years from both of us that we could put you in contact with. We, You're our future right. in this industry, and we need more youth in our business. Um, just wanted to share that. That's an area that we're really trying to focus. Again, our assets are our people. Right. We want young aggressive mm-hmm. people. We're not going to, Brad and I won't be here forever. Mm-hmm. So we want to get in, get the right people in the right spot for the long haul. What I love gone. about that is that also is maybe uh, an, an aspiring chef. I mean, you start learning what the equipment is before you can actually get into the kitchen, right? Some Very of, this true. is, could be a great pathway to getting into a kitchen, but understanding the equipment. I mean, if you're watching Gordon Ramsay at all, I mean, he's schooling everybody on what's happening in the kitchen, you know, before they're chopping things up. Correct. They're, they're understanding what they're working on. Um, so I think that's a fabulous point to bring out to our listeners. I appreciate that. Did you have so, anything to well, add to that? Well, so Joe, going back to what you were saying about, uh, you know, a fine dining restaurant, and the experience and the uh, quality of what's going back on back in the kitchen, the quality of the food. Uh, but the other thing is when you're going to a, a higher end restaurant and, um, uh, you know, chains and whatever, they take uh, food safety very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's become a very, very big issue. Um, um, different allergies uh, that are out there. Uh, they can um, make changes to their recipe to uh, avoid maybe peanuts or shellfish or, or right. that type of thing. And uh, on the food safety side, uh, one of the lines that we uh, represent is uh, Comark, and they've come out with some very, very interesting uh, temperature uh, thermometers um, that will monitor the food from the time the customer receives the product, the restaurant receives it from the distributor uh, through holding it in the uh, refrigeration or freezer. Uh, cooking and uh, and serving line, and it uh, automatically will uh, record the temperatures and the date and the time. And a, a better restaurant, in fact, all restaurants 
should be monitoring the uh, right. temperatures throughout so that we you know, obviously don't want to make anybody sick. Right. And so, you have some level of expectation as a customer when you're coming in that your food's going to be um, monitored like that. Yes. You have that expectation, but particularly in a f- higher end, you know, right. restaurant. Um, but, you know, I go in there with a, with just a mindset that if not, then it will be corrected. And, but right. they would have to have the right staff and the right equipment and the right staff yes. to know, knows how to use the equipment That's in order to correct this, Tra- right? Training is a very, very uh, big part of uh, running a, running a, or having a well-run restaurant. Right. So. so talk to us a little bit more about, from a food safety perspective, um, what other, outside of, you know, fine dining establishments, um, what other um, kinds of companies are you working with that are focused on that? Okay, well, so um, one of the other things that I was uh, thinking about, another, another line we represent is called um, Dynamic, and they manufacture salad spinners. <laughs> and one of the uh, uh, what, one of the downsides, or one of the, one of the things you don't really like to think about, is is lettuce is uh, a very dirty product. I mean, it's grown down on the ground, it's washed, it's washed again, it's washed again. But there's always uh, some type of bacteria mm-hmm. that's uh, left in the lettuce when it makes its way to the restaurant. And any restaurant that's serving salads really should be using a salad spinner, which gives it one last washing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, of the lettuce before they put it out to serve it. And if they don't dry it properly, the lettuce is going to uh, wilt and it's mm-hmm. not going to uh, uh, be very good in the salad. It's going to cost the restaurant uh, more in food, lost food product. Uh, but also if they don't dry the lettuce properly, there's water on it and the customer will end up using a lot more salad dressing. So mm-hmm. it affects the food costs. But uh, as far as food safety goes, you know, salad spinners, you don't really think about even at home and they they make salad spinners for the home. Uh, It's really something that everybody should be doing is washing. So even though it says in the package that it's been triple washed, that's correct. Do not pay any attention to that. (laughs) That is correct. That is, that is correct. I, I I do have articles showing that uh, they've taken some of those packages and then they've done studies on them and found, you know, bacteria in there. And so it, lettuce should certainly be washed one more time before serving it. I love, I'm learning something new. Food safety is Food definitely safety. a spotlight on it. That continues yeah. to be. The salad spinner. What other piece of equipment stands out in your mind at the moment that every kitchen should have? Well, oh. I will tell you on the cooking side, uh, one of the big pieces that the chefs are really gravitating to Today are the combi ovens, and it's convection, convected oh, yeah. heat, steam, mm-hmm. okay? So it's a very, very efficient product. It can help maintain moisture in your product so it's not dried out. Mm-hmm. And in an oven, a lot of times we get product that comes out that's dried out, mm-hmm. where here you're introducing steam, which maintains the quality uh, of the product when it comes out. But it's a multi-use. You can use it as a steamer. You can use it as an oven or a combination of both. Mm-hmm. But that's probably the most popular new technology in the last 10 to 15 years mm-hmm. that has been big in Europe and is now growing substantially in the United States. So how are you letting your current clients know about this product and are they switching out? Well, we do a tremendous amount of business 
with K-12, uh, mm-hmm. kindergarten through 12 food service schools from elementary to middle to mm-hmm. high school and colleges. And that's a big area where the combi has been mm-hmm. a very popular item. They have limited space, so they want something that can do several things, a, lot, yeah. uh, a multitude of cooking processes for the menu that they have. Um, with our test kitchen and now uh, uh, with our um, – We've hired an individual for our social media, which is making, she's making us look fantastic and growing <laughs> our exposure mm-hmm. to our customers. She's been pushing the combi oven and other products mm-hmm. with doing interviews with chefs and operators who are mm-hmm. utilizing our equipment today and also letting them know that we have this beautiful test kitchen as if they're expanding their menu. They want to look at a new piece of equipment. Come on over to Jimmy Carter. We've got a, a beautiful test kitchen that you're welcome to use. How big is the kitchen? Well, we have a 25-foot hood, mm-hmm. uh, and we have every piece of cooking equipment that you can imagine. If it's not there, we can pull the one piece out and put another piece in. Uh, we have about 8,000 square feet facility. Mm-hmm. Um, the kitchen part of it is probably 4,000 square feet, about half of it. Uh, and we also have our offices there. And Brad has displays of all his goods there also. Mm-hmm. Correct. And we do have a salad spinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so what, one, of, one, one, of the, uh, one of the other things you're talking about, uh, new technology uh, that uh, we just uh, started representing another line, uh, Victorinox Swiss Army knives, mm-hmm. which everybody is probably very familiar with. And they purchased a company called Epicurean. Uh-huh. And Epicurean uh, makes a wood composite cutting board. Mm-hmm. And everybody's using cutting boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, what people don't realize is that cutting boards also harbor bacteria mm-hmm. if you don't clean them properly. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are out there are a wood board. Uh, there's wood cutting boards and there's been plastic cutting boards mm-hmm. out there. The wood cutting boards can't really can't go in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they will when you cut into them, you get a groove in them. The uh, food will stay down in there, very difficult to clean. The plastic cutting boards uh, also the same thing. They actually it's made out of a plastic called polyethylene, and it's uh, it will close back up. So if you get a groove in there and you get food down in there and you don't clean it properly, the plastic will actually. Uh, close back up over the food. And so Epicurean has come out with a new product that's a paper composite. And it uh, is very, very uh, uh, soft on the knives. It doesn't uh, dull the knife blades. And you will um, mar it up a little bit. You will get some very, very tiny grooves in it. But you just wipe it down. You take a little sandpaper. You sand it down. It comes back to a smooth surface again. But then you can want, run it through the dishwasher. So at, it's huge. At the end of every day, they can sand, they can run it in the dishwasher. They can sanitize it. So it's a wood paper composite product, mm-hmm. but it's waterproof. And uh, it is NSF approved. And uh, in our industry, uh, NSF is a very big issue. That stands for National Sanitation Foundation. Mm-hmm. And they have certain guidelines that they uh, uh, require for um, – Certain products, different products have different guidelines in order to receive that NSF listing. Well, that's very interesting to be able to have 
a cutting board run through a dishwasher. <laughs> well, I mean, again, the plastic ones will go yeah. through the dishwasher, right. but they don't they trap. They, they, they trap. trap the food, yeah. and they don't really get yeah. get clean. I think everybody so, can relate to that at home when they use the white cutting board. Yeah. And you've scrubbed on it, you put it through the dishwasher, and you pull it out to use it, and you're going, wait a minute, still looks dirty. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's you have it's cleaned, but that's. You know, it's called throw it away. Uh, yeah, throw it right. away time. <laughs> exactly right. So, so I mean, the, uh, these are these are the these are the issues and the things that we deal with on a, on a very on a on a macro level, right? Uh, you know, to make sure that our the restaurateurs and our distributors are you know fully educated uh, on what is best for the restaurants. And I said that's a it's a fairly new product. Uh, they actually do make retail versions of it, so you can go to um, Williamson Sonoma probably or right. somewhere and <laughs> right and and pick one up for your home. Uh, so, how many um, chefs can be in the test kitchen using the equipment at once? We could have a team of five in there at one time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we also have a full bar area uh, with bar equipment that we represent. Um, that we have a lot of interest in. We had a customer in yesterday taking a look at it. It's unique in the fact that it's the pieces of stainless steel bar equipment is cantilevered. So mm-hmm. there's no legs on the, on the floor in areas where and there's a lot of water right. and, and, and We've all been into bars where mm-hmm. it's very difficult to keep them clean. Right. But by cantilevering the piece of equipment, there's no legs below, right. uh, which is a very, very popular and growing area. I think, you know, we could go on and on about the different products mm-hmm. that help solve different problems. The bottom line is there's a lot of new stuff. This industry is changing. Mm -hmm. We want to, as premier food service, we want to be a resource to help you make good decisions Mm -hmm. on your purchases to help the efficiency and the quality of the product in the end, Jill, like you said earlier, Mm -hmm. that you're serving your customers. Mm -hmm. People come in, it better be good the first time Mm -hmm. because if it's not good the first time, they won't be coming back. People no, are and very, then they're going very online. Finicky. Then right. they're going online, right, and right. saying something about that. Exactly, <laughs> right. That is so true. So we want to thwart that and make sure that the experience that they have the first time is the best one. Boy, is that so true! Mm-hmm. Look out if you have a bad experience. Don't mm-hmm. look on Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh. Well, Brad, we did not get your favorite dish to cook. We need to know. My favorite dish to cook would mm-hmm. probably be reservations at the restaurant because I want to I want to support the industry that I'm in. Oh, see, you're just, that's my mindset. I make a damn good reservation. Oh, that's good. <laughs> but no, like 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 uh, like Dan, uh, I, I I work the grill out back, mm-hmm. and um, I you know help clean up. <laughs> so what's happening for Thanksgiving? Uh, actually, we are just placed the order with Publix. Oh, Lord. So you're going in the total opposite direction on that. We're working on Brad on this cooking side. <laughs> well, why don't you each share uh, a, you know, a wow experience that you've recently had either with a client's company or just a company in general that you've recently come into contact with that you really were impressed by your experience with them? Brad, do you want to share maybe oh. one of your chains? You've got a lot of work going on in the local area with or your see, chains. Or something that's you know impressing you well, about what they're doing to oh, something oh, that sets themselves apart. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right, so so we have a, a 
one of our distributors, um, Mob- Mobile Fixture Company out of Mobile, Alabama. They have six locations, and they are growing very, very quickly. They have a very uh, good, experienced sales team, and uh, they are working on a lot of projects, uh, both with local uh, restaurants and with uh, chain accounts across the uh, country. But one of the projects that uh, we're just in the process of completing, uh, it's the second one that they've opened. There's, uh, It's called the Sunliner Diner. And the first one is down in Gulf Shores, Alabama. And we, um, they are just completing the new one in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Mm. And they put all of our furniture in there uh, from Vitro Seating Products, which I've represented for 37 years. Uh, quality furniture. It's just a gorgeous, gorgeous restaurant. Um, the uh, salesman for Mobile Fixture, Del Greenstein, and I have been working very closely on it. He's a great guy. Um, and uh, the decor is amazing in this place. Uh, they actually have purchased old cars from the 1950s. And then taking those cars and built furniture into them. Oh, I love that. So when you go into the restaurant, uh, you can actually sit inside an old car <laughs> to eat your meal. And at the Gulf Shores location, uh, they only had one car with furniture in it inside and people would wait. For, you know, that even car, though, uh, even, yeah, table. even though, yes, oh even though gosh. there were other tables yeah. available, they would wait just to get that table. So in the new location up in Pigeon Forge, they're putting two cars on the inside. That's so neat. it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's really a great concept and it's been a really fun project to work on. That sounds like it. You know, I, I think of the many projects, you know, it's so diversified because we work with all different segments from schools to healthcare to chains. But one in particular, we spend a tremendous amount of time with Georgia School Food Service. And we, and the same in the all five states that we cover, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, North and South Carolina. Um, school food service is important and it's changing. Mm-hmm. Okay. The food service directors are looking for ways to make, produce healthy, but food that the kids want to eat. And one of the things that's been happening in the last 10 years, and and it seems like each school system or each county is trying to outdo each other, is presenting a an experience for the kids, just like Brad was mentioning the cars. These serving lines in the areas where the kids are eating have become a experience when they come there. Mm-hmm. Um, in the design of the service counters, um, they have different, almost like a food court at the mall, which all of our kids, that's where they hang out. Mm-hmm. So that's an experience that we're repeating in school food service to help participation. And it is working. Um, so we've had some very creative, uh, projects that our team has worked on regarding school food service in Georgia uh, specifically. So I love that. Um, any particular recent um, uh, initiatives or wins that you're excited about sharing with our listeners that, you know, something, is there something um, that you've been working on for a long time that you've, it's come to, you know, come to fruition. I know we just talked about this project. Anything else on the horizon that you want to talk about um, regarding, 
a new no. client coming no. on board or I, I, I do have a, a project, a custom project I'm working on with the chain account that's based here in Atlanta, but there's a non disclosure agreement. So <laughs> well, that's I can't not helping really us, Brad. talk to you about that. <laughs> Okay, not like that one, Dan. I know there's got to be something. Uh, but we could talk. I just wanted to also just make sure that our listeners know, again, where your test kitchen is. Um, if you just toss out the address. Yeah, it's 6725 Jimmy Carter Boulevard, and we're in Suite E. Very easy, just outside the perimeter. Very easy to get to. Please contact us. We're happy to help you in any way. We want to be a resource to you on your equipment, supplies, and furniture. Um, you're looking to expand your menu or looking to build a new restaurant. We can help. And if we don't have it, we've both been doing this a long, long time. But we know where to get it. Uh, <laughs> we are plenty. We know a lot of people in the industry. I, I, I'm intrigued, you, you know, uh, from the fact when I got here in 1988, the population was 2.3 million. Mm-hmm. Today, as we're coming on 2020, we are now at 5.3 million. Mm-hmm. Food service is not slowing down. No. Um, more and more restaurants, uh, more and more people with both husband and wife working are eating out, and that will continue. And there's always new trends. Mm-hmm. Um, Sky Estroff is here in the room with us, and she's doing a lot of social media, as I mentioned earlier, and tracking all the new concepts mm-hmm. and is out interviewing and talking to operators and chefs who are utilizing our equipment. So we've got plenty of references if you're looking for a new piece of equipment or getting some ideas from other successful restaurateurs in the metro area. We're here to help. We want to be a resource. We want to see you successful. Your success is our success. Would you um, come into a kitchen and evaluate what's there and help make other, you know, maybe improve decisions? Absolutely. Okay. We do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we work with our distributors. We work on our own mm-hmm. to go to a lot of the major hospitals, the chains, to promote the latest and greatest products mm-hmm. that are available that customers may not be aware of. But you know, somebody who's been in business 10 years, they get to a point where they need to replace their equipment. Right. So we will come in and do a full evaluation. We'll usually give them a good, better, best budget, mm-hmm. okay, um, and help them figure out where the which distributor they're going to go for, buy from. But we will help them from the front end to make that – get them headed in the right direction. Then they can go to the distributor and say, hey – Premier showed us this right. piece of equipment. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. And complete the transaction and we'll help them from the beginning to the end. Uh, but that's, that's we do a lot of that. I love yes. that as a, you know, added value. Right? Absolutely. And, um, so last question. Um, where should I go eat lunch? Ooh. <laughs> we got to be careful. We don't favor one over the other, right? No, that's but I mean, today, correct. Wednesday, um, November 20th, where should I eat lunch today? Ooh. I tell you, there are a lot of good restaurants that up in Halcyon that just opened up, uh, up on, uh, 141. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, excuse me. That's McFarland. Let me correct myself. McFarland. That's McFarland mm-hmm. Road. We've done a tremendous amount of business up there with several restaurants, uh, from the new Cherry Brewing is going on. Uh, Gus's is up there, correct? The dumpling folks. Goo. Goo. Goose. That's right. Goose. There you go. (laughs) 
I had to have the millennial correct the old man. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks for that. Brad, what? do you have a suggestion? Uh, no, I'll just go home and cook out on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, thank you so much for spending your morning with me. Um, we really appreciate it. And um, thanks again to everyone watching and listening for tuning in to Customer Experience Radio. 